So I want you to take just a minute and envision yourself completely free of your obsession for the narcissist in your life, for the toxic person. Can you imagine what it would be like not to wake up every day constantly thinking about them, not to correlate every little thing that happens in life, not to be sabotaged as you're at work or whatever it is you're doing with overwhelming thoughts of them. Instead, imagine it's all over and you're on a beach. You're on the great at the vacation of your life or maybe you're the mountain person and you're out for a great hike or even better yet, your first date with the man or woman of your dreams, the one you thought this one was going to be, but after doing this process, you know you're going to find them. Imagine it's ending after great conversation, amazing food, and if you're a wine drinker, whatever it is, or great burgers, or a sporting event, and they're walking to the car, and you're both standing there, and maybe kind of like kids, you're kind of shuffling your feet and kind of wondering, are they going to kiss me? Should I, do they like me? Remember those magic moments of the first date with someone you just really like? And then you just catch eyes, and you both at the same time go, hell with it, go for it. And you lean in, and it's the kiss you've always wanted, you've always dreamed of. Take a moment to sit in that and imagine it. Well, I walked you through that process because I want to show you in this video what's causing your obsession. See, what I just did is I walked you through that imaginary future as I raised your dopamine levels. I created when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply the anticipation of something you know you can create and have in your life. And what's happened to you is you have stopped that process. Your dopamine levels are incredibly low. And so that's why you keep obsessing. So this video is going to show you how to stop getting stuck in the obsession and those low dopamine levels and live in the future that you deserve and the high dopamine levels. And to do that, I'm gonna walk you through the first three steps of what, what is this all about? Why are we stuck here? Because we need that base knowledge. And then I'm gonna give you a simple five-step process that you can follow to raise your dopamine levels, okay? So let's get started with that. The first part of this is really, why does a person obsess? Well, it's pretty simple. It's basic human need to try and understand things. When we feel any sense of uncertainty, that lowers dopamine because we don't see the imagined future. And so it's incredibly normal to seek clarity. That's a natural human need. Now beyond that, what goes a little bit deeper is a person who's obsessing 
ultimately isn't ready to leave the narcissist or the toxic person. Now, I know many of you are like, no, I'm so done with this. I'm over it. Don't even think about them. Well, obviously you do. And that's part of why we obsess is we haven't left the relationship. We're not ready to let go. I know that's not what you want to hear, but it's true. And here's the proof. Look at the past relationships, the ones you are truly done. Do you ever think about them? No. Offhand here or there. But there's complete disinterest. That's when you know you have fully grieved and moved through the relationship is when there's disinterest. The fact that we're still obsessing about this person means we are still attached. We are still fully in the relationship. Even if you're remarried and still obsessing about it and angry about it, you are still attached. And so that's what's creating the low dopamine levels. Now, why do we stay attached? Even though cognitively we're like, no, I, I don't want to be attached. Well, that comes down to the grieving process. What's happening to you is you're stuck in the first three stages, shock and denial, anger and bargaining. You're bouncing between them. You just can't believe, like, why did they do this? What was this about? Shock, denial, anger. How dare they treat me so poorly? Bargaining. What if I had done this? What, what, maybe what they mean by this is that. And you're replaying all of that over and over and over. That's being stuck in the relationship. Now, remember, we don't want to let it go. We haven't left the relationship, and the question is why. We're avoiding the final two steps of the grief process. Sadness and depression is number four. And then after we do that work comes acceptance. So why are we then avoiding the grief? Well, I want you to picture this. Remember, this means we're still in the relationship with the person. So ultimately what that means is we are leaning back. We are depressed, repressed. We are no longer present in our life. What we're trying to do is think, use thoughts to avoid feeling. So we're staying in that obsessive thought place, leaning back, which lowers our dopamine so that we don't have to feel the sadness and depression, but that's how we move forward. The key to raising our dopamine levels is we have to stop this leaning back over the obsession and lean forward and there's only one way to do that. We must face the sadness and depression that we are suppressing by our constant obsessive thinking. This is a feeling process, not a thinking process. To let go of this person and stop the obsession we have to do a lot of feeling work not and, and stop avoiding through thoughts, all right? Now, the thing we have to recognize about this is we avoid the feeling process because, sadly, culture really sends us the message that life is supposed to be perfect and happy all the time. Think of beer commercial. Every commercial is about you're just not good unless you're happy. But the truth of life is this. Life is all about suffering. 
And our success in life is completely dependent on our ability to not only lean into suffering, to face it and conquer it. The single greatest way to raise our dopamine is to lean in to the suffering of life. All the things we learn, think of all the terrible things you've been through in your life and all the things you've learned from it. And now you have a better understanding and you feel better. And so when you remember all the hard work you did to get through that difficult situation, you're instantly flooded with wonderful memories, high dopamine. But the person... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Stuck in obsession is in low dopamine. They're no longer leaning into life. They're no longer learning how to confront the sadness and depression and move through suffering. Well, that's what this process is gonna show you how to do that. Now, before we get into that, the last piece is, why do we do this? Why do we lean back and stay stuck in the suffering and stay stuck in the obsession? Well, that comes from something I discovered called the worst day cycle. I wrote about that in my book. So, I'm gonna give you several opportunities to start leaning forward. This whole video is about creating little events for you to raise your dopamine level so that you can stop the obsession. And the first one is this. Head over to my website, kennyweiss.net. Subscribe to my blog. When you go there, you'll see on the left side, there are categories. Select the worst day cycle option. There you're gonna see five articles which walk you through the complete worst day cycle. So you can see how the pain from your past, the actual unhealed pain, the suffering that all of us experience in childhood is replaying itself in this obsession. Now I know most people are like, but my childhood was great. Well, when you read these articles, what you're gonna recognize is something we're not taught. The simplest thing in childhood creates pain. You'll be amazed at how simple it is that pain and trauma aren't always these massive things. They are even the subtlest little eye roll. That's trauma. That's learned in childhood. And until that's dealt with, addressed, and healed, we repeat it as an adult. And that's, that's why we're stuck in the grief in, in the first three stages of the grief process. We haven't fully worked through the sadness and depression of childhood and the acceptance of the pain we experienced, the perfect imperf perfectly imperfect nature of our parents. None of that has been reconciled. So that's the first step. Now, <laughs> to, for those of you who are just massively stuck, leaning back out of life and very low dopamine levels, the thought of going to look and read an article sounds overwhelming. So here's my suggestion. Break it into little pieces. After this video is finished, just go type in the website. Don't even push send. Just type it in. Maybe in a day or two, type it in and push send. 
then type it in push send, go to resources, then best day block, like break all of those steps. Like I, I walked you through how to get to it. Do it in the smallest step possible. What you're trying to do is teach yourself how to lean forward into life. And if you're really struggling, break it into the smallest piece possible. I was listening to Jordan Peterson this morning and he was talking about a client of his, same thing. You know, we're dopamine levels and, and how to create change. And he had a person who was so shut down and so negative and so depressed, nothing will ever work, my life's a mess, ah, da, 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 that, you know, he was 35 years old, living at home, room's a mess, all these different things. And, and he told him, just vacuum his room. Well, the best that his client could do was he grabbed the vacuum and he put it diagonally across the door of his room. And he left it there for a week. He spent the whole week stepping over the vacuum. Wouldn't vacuum. But he took a step towards recovery. And so if you're really struggling with low dopamine levels, break it down to the smallest piece. Put the vacuum across the door jam and step over it. That's still a victory. All right? Now, the second thing is subscribe to my YouTube channel. Maybe you don't like to read. Maybe you would rather watch the videos. Go to my playlist, the Worst Day Cycle playlist. Right at the top, you'll see the five videos that I've done that lay out the Worst Day Cycle. Now, for those of you who may not be suffering as much, they're maybe you're really ready to lean forward. Well, here's a little bit more of an aggressive leaning forward. Go to my website, kennyweiss.net, hit the shop tab on the very end, purchase my book, Your Journey to Success. This gives you, while the videos and, and the blog entries are great, this is the complete process of the Worst Day Psycho. So you can see how you learned to stay stuck in the first three stages of grief, to lean back in life, to avoid suffering, and never have worked through the sadness and depression and ultimate acceptance of everything you've been through in life. So those three will get you moving in the right direction. Now, ultimately, we need another step. We need to learn how to start feeling. Remember, we're obsessing because we're avoiding feelings. And so we need the, a process to teach us how to feel so we can work through the sadness and depression to get to acceptance, which is complete leaning forward, all right? Now, I have some more things for you here. On this one, uh, head again back to my website, kennyweiss.net. Go to the resources tab, scroll down a little bit, and you're going to see a free download for a feelings wheel. In just a minute, I'm going to show you how to use that, all right? And then, also on my website, kennyweiss.net, go to the coaching tab. Scroll down to... Um, self-directed. You'll see there are little buttons for self-directed. That takes you to my online masterclasses, thegreatnessyou.com. That's where you're going to want to sign up for my free Emotional Mastery Masterclass. It's titled Your Journey to Emotional Mastery. Those, what we need is we need the ability to start feeling so we can stop thinking. Now, all of these suggestions that I've just made for you you don't need to write them down. I'm going to put all the links in the description of this video. So just go down, whichever ones you're ready to get started with, click on it. Save this video, come back to it when you're ready to do the next step. So you'll have all of these steps 
to get out of the obsession, which is leaning back, and start creating the positive dopamine so you can lean forward. Now, let's move into the five steps. How do you achieve that wonderful picture of a first date that I created of the obsession being gone? Well, here's the five-step process. This is what I, how I started. When I went through the, the withdrawals from my second marriage, because there were so many toxic elements, I almost took my life. That's how severe the withdrawals were. And I could not stop replaying the whole marriage. I knew it was killing me. I knew it had to be addressed. And I will never forget the day when I made the choice to stop leaning back and staying stuck in the past and to lean forward. It wasn't far from where I live. For those of you in Arizona, if you know where Baseline and, um, is it not rural, Baseline and McClintock. Yeah, Baseline and McClintock. I just turned on to McClintock and I was, I was crying in the car, like everywhere I went. It was just pure hell to do anything. And I remember in that moment going, this is going to kill me. And I went, you have to stop. And this is my suggestion to you. If you're struggling with the obsession that bad, this is what I did. I just screamed out, stop it, Kenny. And immediately I noticed I took my first powerful lean forward and I went, tree, grass, road, car, sun, sky. In other words, I put all of my focus on the present moment. I wouldn't give my brain a chance to ruminate on anything about her. And that I, I literally just kept doing that. Any time I fell back into the obsession, the low dopamine, I made the choice to create high dopamine by taking a small step into the imagined future of what life would be like without the obsession, freedom, and liking myself again and feeling on top of the world. And whenever a thought of her came in, I just noticed everything. I used my sight, my touch, the sound, everything. Oh, car going by. Like I just, I got myself present. That's my first suggestion. Now, remember I suggested the feelings wheel. Let's get to that. Now, this feelings wheel is not only the free download, but you get this feelings wheel in my Your Journey to Emotional Mastery Method Masterclass, the free one. And I highly encourage you to sign up for that because it walks you through the complete process, whereas I'm just going to touch on it here in this video. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's a series of videos and a journey book to walk you through it. It's very simple. It's not complicated. It gives you 30 days to completely shift from this low dopamine to high dopamine process. And it's very simple. 
Carry that feelings wheel around with you. And whenever you start obsessing, or even if you're not obsessing, whatever you're going through, grab that feelings wheel three to five times a day and ask yourself, what am I feeling? Now, in the very beginning, you probably have very little because you're, you're mostly, for those who have really struggled, you've been so severely in the first three stages of grief, the sadness and depression, you won't really know a lot of what you're feeling. So the, the circle in the middle is basic feelings. As you get better at it, you're gonna see there are all these complicated feelings, which eventually you're gonna be able to um, access because you're gonna get really good in your ability to feel, which is you moving forward. All right, so ask yourself, what am I feeling? Question number two, where in my body do I feel it? Heart, stomach, shoulders, whatever. And then ask yourself, what's my first memory of having this feeling? Well, now we've just clicked into the worst day cycle. You may not remember a specific event from childhood, but you'll remember a specific age range when you felt this feeling of sadness, depression, helplessness, hopelessness, confusion, invisible, confused, angry, pissed off, all the different things that you're ruminating on when you're thinking and avoiding feeling. And now you're going to recognize, oh my gosh, he's right. I learned this way back in childhood in that moment. And that's what you're replaying. And this is the grief that never got worked through back then, which needs to be addressed so that you can work through the grief of today. Now, the little victories that you're gonna chalk up as you go along that route, that's what will change your dopamine levels. Learning is the single greatest way to raise our dopamine levels because we get a sense of achievement. We're now empowered. We no longer feel uncertain about life. We know why it happened. We have clarity. Remember, we're looking for clarity. That's why we're obsessing. Well, this is the five-step process. One, every time we think about them, stop, get present. What do you see, smell, touch, taste? Do that all day, every day. Step number two, feelings wheel. What am I feeling? Number three, where in my body am I feeling it? Number four, when was the first time I felt this in my body and felt this feeling? And number five, go use all the resources I've mentioned in this. Subscribe to the blog, read about the worst day cycle, subscribe to my YouTube, watch the five part series on the worst day cycle, pick up a copy of my book, Your Journey to Success, get, get the free download on the resources section of my website, uh, the feelings wheel, and finally, sign up for my free Your Journey to Emotional Mastery Masterclass. You are going to have all the dopamine level producing skills and tools you need to stop leaning back and start leaning forward. And I just saw a comment pop up. This is weird. I am sure somebody's going to say, God, why did he just keep leaning back and forward? It drove me crazy, made me seasick. So please don't obsess about how I leaned back and forward all the time. <laughs> I guess I just got, maybe I was feeling like a child. I just wanted to rock back and forth. So anyway, hopefully that made you laugh. But here's what you're going to recognize in the obsession. I'm going to tell you two things that came up for me. There are thousands. 
But I will never forget when I, a part of the obsession for me, had to deal with why can't they listen to the truth? Why are they in denial? Why do they lie? Why, 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 why? I had to get a solution to that. Well, when I went through this process of what am I feeling? Where in my body do I feel it? What's my first memory of it? I realized, oh my God, a flashback memory. I was, this was like 17, 18 years old. My dad had a rule in our house. When two people are arguing, nobody get in the middle of it. Well, my mom and I were having a heated discussion up in the kitchen. We weren't yelling and screaming. It was actually a good debate. And my dad came up from the basement because he worked there. And he goes, Kenny, stop it. It's like, what? Stop arguing with your mother. And this is the first time in my life I ever decided to try and confront my father. And very sheepishly, I said, well, dad, I'm kind of confused. I thought you always said if two people were arguing or in a fight that Everybody should stay out of it. And he just lost it. I don't care. You don't talk to your mother that way. Wham. Denial. That's what I realized. Oh my God, I recreated it with this partner. Oh, no wonder. I need to address how my dad was perfectly imperfect and because of his own childhood that he hadn't healed, he dumped all of that into me. All right? Now, a second piece of the obsession and why we stay stuck in the first three stages of grief, remember what I said earlier, we don't want to let go. There's a sense of abandonment, even if we don't want this person in our life. Well, that one was an easy one for me to find. Many of you know my mom was an alcoholic. And the way my mom's drinking was, is she'd be sober four to six weeks and then in a walking coma for seven to 10 days. Now, in that four to six weeks, my mom was magic. And my mom and I had a special relationship. There was a lot of toxicity. The specialness was toxic, too. But there was genuine love there. And so here's what I experienced. This wonderful, caring mother for four to six weeks and then poof, gone for seven to ten days. Over and over and over and over over for years and years and years, I was abandoned every four to six weeks by the single most important relationship in my life. No wonder I'm obsessing about this woman and I can't let go. They're exactly the same. And when you learn about the worst day cycle, when you take my free class and you go through this process, you're gonna see, wow, I have grief not only from this moment, but from the past. And when I put those two together, you wanna to talk about high dopamine and the ability to conquer life and find that magical person, things open up for you. So, there you go. There's your process to stop obsessing to raise your dopamine levels. Remember, I'm going to leave all the links in the description to all of the free downloads and suggestions that I've laid out for you. And my hope is that for those of you who are really struggling, remember, break it into the single smallest piece and recognize yourself. And you're going to notice a feeling. You will notice a little spike in your dopamine. The dopamine will hit and you'll think 
a little bit differently because you're feeling a little bit differently. You're like, well, at least I did that. Just keep stringing those together. And that's how you stop obsessing. Enjoy that journey.